Back again, back again, episode 20, Goals, part 4. I stepped down. The dancing began, then, even as many gathered into groups to discuss what was to come to make their plans of attack. The chandeliers glowed far above with soft candlelight, and a very different sort of anxiety began to appear as Cassian stepped in front of me and offered his hand. This was not Cassian the princeling. Cassius Rex, king of Rysaia. He was only so much a king as I was a soldier. He was a nervous boy in a nice suit, and I could hear the true question in his voice as he asked me to dance. I accepted, and before I could think beyond the thudding of my heart, we were whirling across the floor, the Rysaean sort of waltz we'd practiced the night before, clumsily presenting itself before me. Back, side, front, side, present, out, behind, out, in, back to repeat, circle circle, try not to step on Cassian's toes, try not to look all the way up at him, but this is a ballroom. What's he going to do, really? Back, side, front, side, present, out, behind, out, in. Phew. I thought at myself more than once. I excused myself after the third song and found myself, without much realizing it, beside the dais where the kings sat. The queen saw me and beckoned me up, so I stood beside her. Do you need something, Elihida? She didn't look at me as she spoke, eyes still cast out over the crowd. I followed her gaze. Cassian was dancing with another girl, a dignitary's daughter we'd seen around court. I swallowed and did not feel jealous. I found my magic. I blurted. Her expression did not shift. The silence dragged on, moment after moment, as I waited for a response. I can do more, now. Like you wanted. And then, she broke, turned to me and smiled. I'm so glad. I started, taken aback by the smile, the sudden warmth coming from this distant queen. I grinned back, waiting for the butt. One didn't come. You spoke well, earlier. Thank you, king, I replied, bowing my head. This was a lie, but the kind one. We all knew how shitty my Rosean was. I, I feel like it could have gone better if I had been given more instructional time. Especially at events like these, I fear I never know enough. What does it matter? She asked flippantly. There will always be my son to translate. There's no need for it, not when there are more important things to be done. What are you afraid of me knowing? I wanted to ask, but bit my tongue. I'd spent my days in court, learned nothing except how to stay still. Whatever important things were being done, I didn't understand them. I, I see, King. 
But I do wonder, what do you think of my son? She cut in coolly. I swallowed. Y your son? Said like a question. As if there was any question to whom she was referring. Cassius Rex. What do you think of him? I think he's... I think he's... I... I hesitated. My brain kept going, even as my tongue faltered. I think he's... Impossible. To sum up. Even after all of it, even after the fallout and the change, even... Years later, I find myself short-circuiting trying to encapsulate everything he is. Was. Even months after leaving Isaiah, spending all of my time trying to figure out how to put these strange and beautiful people into words, I don't know how to describe all the little things that I think about when I remember them. Cassian was slowing down to match her pace and crowds and curly hair and the sound of his breathing as I laid on his chest. He was swords embossed with destiny and worries about his place in the world. He was his mother when she told him to be. He was more than that and he was less than that and he was things that we haven't reached yet. I think he's good. I think he tries to be good. She nodded. Slowly. The song ended and Cassian scanned the room, his eyes meeting mine. He mouthed dramatically. A rescue? You spend much time with him? I don't know very many other people, King. But that wasn't all true. I would have picked him out of a room of people to pass an evening with. She paused. Are you unhappy? No. No, King. No, I was never unhappy in Rysaia, no matter what was going on. Because a world filled with magic was always better than what I'd left behind. I, I just... It was an observation. My options of communication are limited, as I only know English and they only know Verzeyan. It was a jab and we both knew it. She let it slide. My son cares for you, Elahida. I... I see. You should ensure he has not misplaced his affections. She cleared her throat. I know you do not agree with my choices, Salhida, but I ask you to abide by them. I work towards the same ends as you and my son do. Cassian climbed the dais, 
The dancing continued, my conversation with the queen over and done. I searched for the girl in lavender, as Cassian took my hand and led me down towards the floor. I let my eyes cast out for her as we danced, as the rows shifted and partners changed and I was standing across from the boy who always waited after court for the room to clear, and she was nowhere that I could see. It turned out, as I discovered much later on in the journey, that she was visiting Rhea, had snuck up to our room and spent as much time as she could safely manage with her. The dancing ended and the girl appeared once more. She approached me again, but this time Cassian was glued to my arm and the expression she wore made me want to keep him beside me, a measure of protection, a measure of comfort. I'll be seeing you again, she said in Rizayan, sweeping into a sarcastic sort of bow. My sovereign. Cassian cursed under his breath as she walked away. Like hells you will. Guards? He asked. They snapped to attention, as they always did around him, and as he called them by name, they nodded. Don't let her back in again. Seek my sovereign. Cassian turned to me. Listen, he said his voice alight with an intensity somewhere between excitement and anger. The girl rattled him for reasons I couldn't tell you, listener. I don't know them myself. There's to be another raid in a few days. You should come with us. Show the world all you can do now. I thought we said no more raids, I replied apprehensively, reaching up to where my scar ran along my shoulder. That I'd just get killed if I win. Bile rose in the back of my throat at the thought of another battle. I'd had enough throwing up for the day. I didn't need more. That was before magic. Now you're safe. Safe as what? I scoffed. Safe as anyone in a war. Cassian, I don't think... Elias... His voice was firm. I promise. You will be okay. My stomach churned. That was not a promise anyone could make for a battlefield. But I agreed. Back Again, Back Again is written and produced by me, Abigail Eliza. If you'd like to hear more about the show, visit us on Twitter, Instagram, or Tumblr at Back Again Podcast, or on TikTok at Abigail Eliza Writes. Our outro music is Nightingales by Pierce Murphy from the album To Japan, and is licensed under an attribution license. The song was retrieved from freemusicarchive.org. Visit the description of this episode for full copyright information and a link to the page. Sound effect attribution, similarly, can be found in the episode description. If you've made it this far, thanks for sticking around. You are important in this world and have a role no one else can fill. You are loved. I hope you have a wonderful day. <laughs>